Hey y'all and welcome back to our super dope podcast. If I'm here, I'm hot. We are your co-hosts, Brianna and Jayla. And since we're here, we're hot. And we hope you are too. Let's get into it. So for our first segment, we're going to get into some pop culture. Um, For our first topic, we're going to talk about Rebel Wilson. So last week, Rebel Wilson popped out on social media with a new significant other. This significant other also happened to be a woman. Mm. Yay for the gays. It's Pride Month. You know, I am here for people conforming to the gay agenda. I mean, absolutely. <laughs> it's the perfect time to do it, you know? You know what I said last episode. <laughs> like we said, we need more. Anyway. So, yeah, Rebel posted the picture on Instagram. She captioned it. I thought I was searching for a Disney prince, but maybe what I really needed all this time was a Disney princess. Pink heart emoji, rainbow emoji, pink heart emoji. Hashtag love is love. First of all, (laughs) that is such a, a new gay thing to say, I feel like. Love is love. love, is love. Like yeah. I feel like most most gay people are not really. Actually, let me not speak for most. Maybe most black gay people are yeah, screaming no. that. I feel like it's very ally. Yeah, that's exactly what it gives. It gives ally. But you know what? She, I'm, I'm, I love that for her. Um, honestly, I'm not gonna lie. I thought she was married. I mixed her up with the other white girl, um, Amy Ooh. Schumer. <laughs> Oh, but no. Rebel Wilson is far less annoying. Yeah. Um, Rebel Wilson is, if y'all can't like recall who that is, that is um, Fat Amy from Pitch Perfect. Love I don't know movie. what else she was in. I haven't really I kept up with her career, I won't lie. But um, yeah, that's what I know her mostly from. But yeah, I swear, I thought she was married, I thought she had a baby. Turns out that was Amy Schumer the whole time. So, shows what oh. I know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just shocked. <laughs> so when I heard about this, I was like, wait a minute. I missed a whole divorce? Then. Okay. But obviously, I am an idiot. Um, anyway, um, her girlfriend's name is Ramona Agruma. I might have said that wrong. Anyway, she is an entrepreneur and founder of sustainable loungewear brand Lemon Ve Limon. Also, might have said that wrong. <laughs> um, all right, so you know, you know, you see her come out, and you're like, "Oh, this is so cute! This is so sweet!" Um, blah blah blah, happy bride, all that good stuff, right? Yeah. Well, unfortunately, that moment did not last long. Per New York Magazine, a few days after her coming out, the Sydney Morning Herald, an Australian newspaper, published an article by one Mister Andrew. Hornery, admitting that the newspaper planned on outing Rebel and breaking the news of her new homosexual relationship. Mm. Hornery claimed that the paper reached out to her with a two-day window to make a comment on the story before they had published. So, Rebel said, fuck that shit. As she should. As she fucking should. And came out on her own um i just want to say that is like absolutely disgusting i feel like that's the worst kind of journalism that you can participate in like 
forcing someone to come out of the closet that's so like evil during pride month at that that is just so evil like that's homophobic i'm sorry i don't even know anything about this man i don't know if he's gay i don't know what he identifies as regardless it's homophobic i don't care and then i read he had the nerve to say oh well we don't believe that rebel would have faced the same um backlash and torment or whatever um as other people have faced so that's why we didn't i didn't think it was what yeah who are you to say that exactly you have no idea who no is clue. in rebel's life exactly but let me backtrack so um an article came out like i said that they had gave her a two-day window to come out or whatever um apparently mr hornery said that he didn't agree with her choice he claimed it was a big mistake and Mm. accused her of trying to gazump the story by announcing the news herself um this is what he said he said that wilson's choice to ignore our discreet genuine and honest queries was in our view underwhelming somebody's coming out should not be under or overwhelming for you it has nothing to do with you literally and you're horrible for even trying to out her in the first place like you forced her hand literally literally that's actually nuts to me that first of all i can't believe he felt comfortable enough to post that like why would you even tell people that you Gave her an no ultimatum. shame whatsoever. It's <laughs> like, crazy. You really typed that out, read it, and said, "Yep, Publish. post, post." There you go. <laughs> um, that's actually wild to me. Like people have no couth. Um, the media is really scary. Um, very doggy dog world out here. Um, yeah. Ooh, props to them people because people in the media do not care about people's lives a lot of the time. Yeah. I couldn't imagine being like a big name in the media. Like, ooh. They be eating people alive. No, I couldn't do it. I like, have you ever like sat and thought about like what being famous would be like? No, and that shit is kind of insane. Every now and then I like sit and think, I'd be like, hmm, could I be famous? No. Like, I could not imagine millions of people knowing who I am what I look like perceiving me. Like, I already feel like everyone is out to get me. <laughs> yeah, so no, absolutely not. So, if everyone just knew who I was, I just know the anxiety that would give me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'd rather, like, I still would, like, I feel like the media industry, while it's scary, it's still very, like, interesting. So, I would love to just, like, get on the inside. I don't want nobody to know who I am, really. <laughs> I don't want nobody to know who I am. Because people are crazy. Sometimes I'd be wanting to be famous. But then I feel like you can handle it. Mm, that's really interesting. I've never thought about that. Maybe. I don't know. Sometimes. I feel like you're a very self-aware person. Like, you know who you are. And I feel like you would do a very good job of just standing in that and, like, not really mm. caring about 
I feel like, but in order for you to, I feel like you would need to be like one of those private celebrities that don't talk. You know, honestly, I would have social media and I would definitely run my own accounts, mm-hmm. but I probably would not be sharing personal information with the public like that. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah, I feel like celebrities that just stay quiet are just so much more interesting. Like Zendaya, she does not say a word, and it just makes you want to know more about her. What is she doing? What is she wearing? What is she? What does her hair look like right now? Like I just always like sometimes I just find myself on her page like mm. what she's up to. Like she's just so private. It's so. I was just gonna say I would want to be like Zendaya in that way. Like mm-hmm. you don't really know what's going on with her, but it leaves you wanting more. Yeah. Yep. The Beyonce method. It's really the Beyonce method. Yep. Mm. Um, but anyway, <laughs> don't know how we got there. But uh, going back to, back to Beyonce. Period. <laughs> but going back to the um, Rebel Wilson article. Um, the ooh, the uh, article by Mr. Hornery has since been removed and replaced with an apology save it because if you really cared and you were really apologetic you wouldn't even put up that article in the first place first of all you wouldn't have forced her to come out in the first place right you're sorry you got caught you're sorry that actually no because you put it out there you're sorry the backlash was bad that's what you're sorry about mm-hmm. like celebrities are very out of touch you know um i'm not vouching for them a lot of them aren't good people but it's still crazy yeah. that like these people are just subjected to a life like that it is it's a lot to handle it's a lot to go through yeah. i could not imagine right now yeah like i remember when i was like younger i used to always say why did my mom put me in like no active classes like blah blah blah, blah. And, but now as i get older and i just look at kids that are like growing up in the media i'm like no like Mm-mm. that is actually be crazy no child star. not at all I just know between everybody on social media having something to say about you and then having to deal with everything else that comes with being a child celebrity, I just can't imagine what that does to your to health. That's why you got kids stars that are now, you know, not yeah. in great spaces. But yeah, that is going to wrap that up. Moving on to our next topic. Okay, so for our next topic. We're going to be talking about Saucy Santana and some really interesting tweets he made about Blue Ivy back in the day. So basically, some tweets came out that he made, um, what year? 2014. <laughs> yeah. Essentially calling Blue Ivy nappy-headed and saying that Northwest, Kim and Kanye's daughter, is a cuter little girl than her. Oh, I also think it's important to add that Santana just recently released a song called Booty featuring Lotto. Mm -hmm. And it actually uses a Crazy in Love sample. And then these tweets came out. Literally, like, a couple days later. <laughs> you know, when you do clownery, the clown comes back to life. 
<laughs> it was literally so quick. It was like they said, hmm. I've been sitting on this. <laughs> I need time. Yeah. And I feel like the worst part is that he literally, like, did not take accountability for it at all. Whatsoever. Like, the fact that he literally tweeted, Stop all that cat trying to ruin people's careers because you at home miserable and broke. I was miserable and broke, too, making childish hateful tweets in 2014. I'm 28 years old, a grown-ass adult, a completely different mindset on life from when I was 20. But y'all knew that. And then continued to tweet, It'd be the people in the comments trying to force you to apologize or say sorry. To who? To y'all? If I did something to offend someone, I should apologize to them. Not you bitches. Told y'all, y'all think y'all got power over people, but go ahead. Obviously, you don't owe us an apology, but it's still the fact that you're weird for acting like this about it. Literally. And it's like, you said it publicly, publicly, so why not apologize publicly? Exactly. Take accountability for what you said in public. Let people let people see that you were wrong and right. that you were owning up to that. Like, if you really thought what you did was wrong, you would have no problem. Exactly. It just, it makes me sad because, one, I'm a little... Fuck being sad. I'm a little irritated because I just vouched for him like literally last week. I know. It's like, why doesn't Saucy Santana have a nomination? Like, what? And you gotta stop vouching for niggas. It don't matter if they gay, straight, or bi. Niggas are disappointing. Yeah. That's just the moral of the story. That is the truth. <laughs> but yeah, it's crazy that like he refused to apologize. Like, on a whole rant, tried to deflect by posting stuff, good stuff he said about Beyonce. Like, okay, but, but this where's about what you said about Blue, Blue Ivy. Ivy? Exactly. Everybody has had their time where they talked about Beyonce. Like, you shouldn't do that either, but whatever. She's used to that. That's a child. She was two years old at that point. That's horrible. Two, you saw a two-year-old baby. And decided to call her nappy-headed. Even if you wanted to have those ignorant-ass thoughts in your head, why did you need to tweet it? Like, trying to use the excuse that he was 20 and broke. Um, sir, (laughs) I'm 21 and pretty broke. Um, in debt college student, you don't see me on Twitter talking about people kids. That man was 18 years her senior. 18 years. I'm talking about she about a baby. baby. It's just weird. Just very, very strange. And it's just also sad because, like, this could have been, like, kind of your chance to prove how you handle, like, situations. Like, how are you going to put out fires that occur yeah. in your camp or whatever? Um, you handle it like shit. You just kind of kind of prove that you're not a good person <laughs> this is why people need pr they really do like i'm sorry celebrities do not need their phones when a big thing is happening like this no type of crisis you're management. like making it worse like even if he would have just gave a bullshit apology people would have been like oh it's bs but at least you could have said well i apologize i don't know what else y'all want for me like yeah. at that point there's nothing else you can do. 
but you really sat there and just stood on that. He stood on that. And talking about I've grown, obviously not, if you can't own up to it. Literally, you focusing on people trying to hold you accountable. Overall, I just feel like Santana needs to take accountability for what he said, and he needs to make his apology as loud as his disrespect was. So. I agree. Because that was unacceptable. Especially when you're going to use a feature, not a feature, but a sample. Yeah. Ooh, shame <laughs> on me. You're going to use a Beyonce sample in your new song. Really? Yeah. And you can't even apologize? That's yeah. really ridiculous. Yep. Yeah. Um, hopefully, um, we'll see him handle uh, situations better in the future. If more arise, I'm sure. More will arise. We'll see. <laughs> All right, guys. That's the end of the pop culture segment. We're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back with the topic of the week. Alright y'all, we are back and it is time for our topic of the week. Um, this week we are going to get into, drum roll please. That's not really a drum. <laughs> that was a fucking raspberry. Yeah, I don't know how to do a drum roll. I'm, I'm just gonna let it slide, I'm gonna let it slide girl. Our topic of the week is toxic relationships and situationships. Bum, bum, bum. Cute music. <laughs> yeah, it's about to get um, it's about to get a little deep. Yeah, I do want to start off by saying that we are not therapists and we are not claiming to be therapists. Not at all. But we do have sense in some things. You just know because you have sense. So. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, just put that disclaimer out there. All right, so before we get into the nitty gritty of things, let's kind of define what a toxic relationship and a situationship is. So, a toxic relationship is essentially a relationship that lives in chaos. Um, it's a relationship that um, definitely makes you feel bad more than it makes you feel good. So if you are constantly feeling overwhelmed and stressed and you fight more than you talk and you fight more than you love each other, basically, mm. you're probably in a toxic relationship. Yeah. And then a situationship is a relationship without the title, essentially. Um, you're basically doing all the things that come with a relationship, i.e. dates, hanging out. You're probably having sex. I'm sure there's probably a little bit of arguing. So yeah, a lot of the things that people do in relationships, you just don't call each other your boyfriend and girlfriend, or girlfriend and girlfriend, or whatever you call you and your partner. All right, now that we got that out the way, let's talk about some personal experiences that Brianna and I have with toxic relationships and situationships. Oof. 
I know, I know. <laughs> Fair warning, this could get a little bit messy. I'm just Probably kidding. <laughs> just kidding, y'all. We're gonna keep it cute. Yeah, we not yeah, we not we not messy. We not too messy. We keep the mess for off off the record. Boom. Okay. And if we need to get a little messy, we'll disguise names and things exactly. of that nature. So no one will feel attacked. Although if the shoe fit wears it. Wait. <laughs> That's what I get for oh shit. I feel like that's okay to say. That's what I get for talking shit. <laughs> Anyways, let's get back to the topic. So I wanted to start this out by listing some of the pieces of a toxic relationship that I've experienced that you might recognize. Maybe you've been through it. Maybe you're going through it. Or maybe you just kind of know about these things. I don't know. So, gaslighting. Let's talk about that. Because why are you trying to make me seem like I'm crazy? Why are you deflecting? Gaslighting is literally an Olympic sport for, like, most men. Actually, most people. I feel like people will really... Sometimes I feel like people will gaslight you and not even realize they're doing it. They do it so much. like Literally. Okay, okay so, so let's establish what gaslighting is. Yeah. How? Good point. <laughs> how would we describe this? Um, gaslighting is essentially trying to convince someone uh, that something did not happen when it did happen. Okay, yeah. Like, basically trying to make them feel like they're crazy, even though they're not. It's, it's so horrible. Don't do that to people, guys. I feel like people think it's funny. People think it's fun to fuck with people's head. They do. They do. And that's sick. I think a lot of us, a lot of people, I think it's very prevalent in this generation. I feel like it's so, we see it everywhere. Like, we hear it in our music, fucking future, and yep. every other Y'all fucking favorite. rapper that talks about hating bitches basically these men hate women they do <laughs> and they tell us in every song they every do. album every mixtape they tell us unfortunately all the, time. the songs be slapping like the <laughs> content it's like oh my god <laughs> these men hate women but anyway gaslighting um honestly that's that's one of my least favorite i've definitely experienced some of that not fun at all i don't like it when people don't take me seriously and don't validate how i feel when i'm expressing that mm-hmm. so honestly i feel thing. like a lot of the times people don't even gaslight because they're trying to invalidate a lot of times i feel like they're trying to just deflect Mm, um, they're my fucking mom is calling me. Um, anyway, don't you need that? Not right now. <laughs> I ain't telling that's my Anyway, yeah, I feel like fuck. What was I saying? <laughs> they're trying to deflect. Yeah. Um, I feel like a lot of times people will gaslight you to take the heat off of them. It's like, 
That's it's true. a defense mechanism. Like, oh no, I'm caught. Let me Lie find my way out of this. Yeah. Um, it's sick. It's gross. People, once again, I think maybe the theme of today's episode is accountability. People need to take accountability. Yeah. Okay. So, another one that I want to talk about is your partner just being very overcritical of you. Whether it's your appearance, whether it's them talking about things that you like to do and they're just shitting on them. Anything like that. That shit is horrible. Because it's like, do you hate me? I was literally just about to say that. Like, damn, do you even fucking like me? Literally, like, you're picking apart the things that I love. You're picking apart the physical attributes like physical yep. things about me yeah honestly what? i feel like that speaks to um I, and i feel like we've had this conversation before how a lot of the times people do not really like you they like the idea of you Literally. like they've kind of crafted this idea of who they thought you were and mm-hmm. then when they realize that you are not that person you are actually a human with your own feelings right. thoughts opinions beliefs um, that's when I like, whoa, what the fuck is going on here? That's so true. That's it's literally crazy. so true. Yeah. And, and then people exactly like make you feel bad about it. Like, I <laughs> never told you to create this image of me in your head. Exactly. Um, Maybe you should have actually taken the time to get to know me. Right. And then you could have um maybe come to the conclusion sooner that you know, we don't mesh. <laughs> like, when y'all are getting to know people romantically, please just try to stay open-minded. Like, don't craft this whole personality for them. You don't know them. Yep. Let them show you who they are. Yep. It only sets both... It sets yourself up for disappointment, and it's unfair to the person that you have created this whole persona for. Literally. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Let's Shut my ass up. <laughs> <laughs> Be quiet. We trying to keep it pushing, y'all. So let's talk about manipulation. This mm. this is definitely one that I got some history with. <laughs> I'm not the perpetrator. Okay. Okay? I... We are victims. Literally. <laughs> You're a victim. <laughs> Um, as you should be. Yeah. As you should be. And you should be too, listener. Yeah. <laughs> Spark up right now. If you know what's good for you. Is that a threat? It sounds like That's a threat. A if you know what's good for you, <laughs> you're real one up right now. That sounds like a threat. I promise you, this is not a threat. No. We want you to willingly. We're going to have to like add a disclaimer in the episode. We do not promote smoking without consent. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway. Um, okay, yeah. So, let's talk about manipulation. I have experienced this in my past, unfortunately. What do you what would you say manipulation is? Um, I Okay, the, let me say the way I experienced it. Essentially, me expressing my discomfort or my, unwilling, my unwillingness to do something and the other person using words or essentially trying to convince you, making stuff sound really good, 
to get you to do the things they wanted you to do. Yeah. I'm not sure if that made sense. No, it did. Okay. That's definitely manipulation. Um, another way a lot, I feel like a lot of people manipulate... Uh, I feel, another way that I feel like people will manipulate people is guilt tripping them. Yes. Yeah. I feel like you see a lot of... Actually, I don't know if you see a lot of it, but for an example would be like, oh, if you leave me, I'm going to kill myself. Like, yeah. what the fuck are you talking about? That's so <laughs> Are you nuts? Because you cannot place your entire life's worth on one person. Yep. That's so unfair. Yep. Or, oh my God, niggas love to hit you with the, if you want to leave me like everybody else does, like, fine. Oh my like, God. you know why everybody leaves no. you? Because you're Let's unbearable. <laughs> because you're unbearable. Okay. Literally. Bro, that's literally their favorite. So, like, it's I've disgusting. Heard it so many times. No, I've heard it time and time. Wait, that's not a song. I don't, I don't even know, know what, what song you were about to say. But I've heard it time and time again. And it's crazy because it's like, bro, I don't even know you like that. So if I left, like, why would it really matter? I just. Men will pull in. I, I need to stop with the men bashing because women can be manipulative too. I just have more experience with it from men, so that's the perspective I'm speaking from. I have so I can definitely. Hey, some of these things that I'm talking about, I experienced from the girls that I've used to mess with in the past. Yeah. Bitches be toxic too. They do. But women are better at it. That sounds bad. But oh because God. women are smarter than men, sorry men, it's just the truth. Women are smarter at it. <laughs> women are smarter than men, so they're kind of like they can be low key about it. Like, okay, I'm not perfect, you know. I'm not gonna lie. I feel like everyone has had it. I'm about to air myself out right now. I promise, I'm not a bad person. Everyone, I feel like if you've ever been in a toxic relationship, you kind of got to start matching energy in a way if you're not going to leave. So I feel like I got to a point like that in one situation. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I feel like I had to, I kind of started working on my manipulation skills (laughs) because I was like, if you're going to manipulate me, shit, I guess we just. Um, shit, we, yeah, (laughs) can't even get no fucking words out. Um, yeah, I made the best man fucking win, I guess. Um, (laughs) but I was definitely much better at it than he was. Like, Mm, men are just kind of stupid, and then he was stupid anyway. Oh my god, (laughs) (laughs) I've told you this before plenty of times. He's literally dumb, yeah. Um, we know. (laughs) <laughs> Once again, not saying no names. So, I, no make, names came out of these mouths. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, um, women are better at manipulating than men, I think. But I think people need to get better at just communicating. Just put it on the table, like. Yeah, say what you gotta say, learn to communicate, and because of manipulation, the gaslighting, all that shit, it, we're too old for that shit. Yeah. Too old, and it's so glorified. I hate it. It's like people aspire to be toxic. Yeah, it's like a, it's like it's a competition almost. Yeah. Yeah. 
because I'm gonna be healthy over here. Period. I'm working on myself. So okay. I'm not trying to deal with none of this. Don't else. miss a therapy session, okay? okay. <laughs> I need to get back in therapy. Yeah, I mean, shit. I need to get on it. But even if you, you can work on yourself outside of therapy too. So, you oh, know, and do. period. Um, but, you know, a lot of people are not doing that. A lot of people think that's just cute. A lot of people might not even realize that they are a lot. Oh my God. A lot of people be horrible, but then really believe that they're the victim. Yeah. It's. <laughs> That's ooh, ooh, that's, that's crazy. I feel like you really have to be. What's the what's the opposite of self aware? Oblivious. There you go. My brain was not braining. <laughs> We're gonna blame the weed. Um, yeah. You have to be super fucking oblivious to not see how you fuck people up and how you are wrong in situations. People that constantly make themselves the victims scare me like there's no way you don't think you did anything wrong i'd be appalled yeah back to the theme of the day accountability i i i could just i could never stress it enough (laughs) (laughs) like please Please oh my god i just almost choked my water You take some, you take some, you take some. Everybody take some, please. I promise you the world will be a better place. Oh my God. Please save us. Anyway, um, yeah, I think Jayla definitely nailed um, all of the like personal experiences with it. Um, I definitely feel like I have experienced the same things that she has. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I'm going to give you guys a few more signs to look out for um, because there are a lot of red flags that kind of will show you you are in a toxic relationship. So on top of everything that we discussed, um, there being no trust, um, if your partner is like constantly like, where you at? Who you texting? What you doing? Give me your passwords. Mm. Are you my father? Are you my mom? Is Literally. this or like what? What is this? Does I? I've never understood it. Me either. Because why do you think that you have the right to have control and to have the knowledge of what I'm doing, where I am, twenty four seven? Like no. Yeah, I feel like throughout like all of the kind of toxic situations that I've or the toxic situation that I've been in I feel like one thing I never was doing was all of that asking for passwords and mm-hmm. and going through social media and shit because all that's gonna do is one probably hurt my feelings right. because niggas ain't shit and two I just feel like anything you're doing behind my back I'm gonna find out eventually like, I'm going to find out when I'm supposed to. So, I'm just going to wait for that to happen. Like, yeah. I'm not about to piss myself off. <laughs> you ruin your whole goddamn day going through somebody's goddamn phone. I've never done it. Even, like, I I don't even understand why people offer. They'll just be like, you want to go through my phone? No. Yeah. I don't want to go to your phone. Yeah. I feel like when I was... I, I won't, I'm lying. I did that one time and I was like 18. So 
I'm going to cut myself some slack there. But that was the first and only time I did that because I was like, that. I, that's where I got the mindset of why am I pissing myself off? Like, mm. I'm not to do that. Um, because anything else I ever needed to know magically found its way into my lap. So mm. I took a vow from that on, from that point that I was not going through nobody fucking phone. Period. <laughs> um... Anyway, another uh, sign of a toxic relationship is frequent lying. Um, If you constantly find yourself adding two plus two and it's equaling five and eight and fucking (laughs) (laughs) 3.14, yeah, there's a problem. Because relationships are about trust. If there's lying, if there's lying, then there's no trust. So you, boom, you already got two uh, characteristics of a toxic relationship right there. Um, I just feel like we're grown. Why do you need to lie? Who are you scared of? Boom. If you grown enough to do what you do and be grown enough to be honest about it. Exactly. Cause that's the only reason I'm gonna lie is if I'm, I need to get my way out of something. Exactly. What do I need to lie about exactly. with, with a person that I'm dealing with? No, honesty, we lie. Boom. People, and then people, I feel like also think that withholding information is not considered like okay, it's not lying, but it's still fucked up. Like you're withholding, withholding vital information. Come on. Mm, yeah. Um, like you know what you're doing. I feel like that's low key a form of. Would that be like manipulation? Hmm. I feel like it would probably depend on the situation. If you're like withholding certain information from like a situation, maybe, and that kind of determines if a person stays with you or not. Yeah. So yeah, that would be an example Excuse of it falling into that. Anyway, <laughs> um, if you are feeling drained in your relationship, you are probably in a toxic relationship. Um, I feel like relationships are supposed to be like the cherry on top of your cake. It's not mm-hmm. supposed to be fucking flies on your food. Like, it's not supposed to piss you off and stress you out and make you regret coming outside. Like, oh, wow. <laughs> like relationships are supposed to be, they're supposed to enhance your life. Not bring it down. But yeah, um, I think that's pretty much all the signs that I have. Alright, so let's talk about situationships. This hmm. is another thing I have some personal experience with. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't say that I recommend. Honestly. <laughs> I think it would take two or however many really mature people to pull that off yeah definitely like doing all the things that a relationship entails without the title yeah it's like where do you blur the line yeah (laughs) where what lines can you cross what can you not cross because at the end of the day you're not my motherfucking nigga you're not my bitch or so exactly so you have to be very clear on the boundaries and it gets messy very fucking messy the lines get blurred people don't hold up to their end of the bargain that's that's something that's definitely happened to me (laughs) 
people just not holding up to the end of the bargain. Like, yeah, one of the main things... You said what? I was saying, I said absolutely. (laughs) Well, one of the main things I feel like is super important is open and honest communication. Boom. And people are not good at that. At all. Communication could save a lot of relationships. But people, I feel like, are so concerned with being right than listening. Mm. Yeah, people be talking to... People think to respond instead of thinking to understand yes that's what it is yeah i was like what's <laughs> how does the saying go yeah like i so i listened to this podcast um pin badgley's podcast pop crushed or whatever um shout out to them um as if they're gonna listen to this anyway um i listened to that podcast and they were talk pin badgley was talking about how um the way him and his wife try to handle arguments is that it's him and her against the issue, not him versus her. And a lot of people, once again, are so concerned with being right and so concerned with getting their point across that they are just butting heads and they're at war because... Very true. Yeah. they yeah. Instead of trying to sit down and tackle the issue together, figure out what the problem is, but that's, I feel like that's too mature for a lot of people. <laughs> it, it, it definitely is. And that's a very great perspective on how to approach conflict within a relationship. Yeah. A lot of people definitely. need to fucking try it. <laughs> yeah, it's that's where that pride comes into play. Like, pride is... Pride can make or break a relationship, honestly. Yeah. You have to be willing to admit when you were wrong and yeah. like actively try to get better at what you did yeah and then i feel like even if you are just so prideful you feel like well i don't feel like i was wrong you need to be able to still see it from the other person's perspective and now unless you were doing some grimy shit and now we ain't talking about cheating or any other type of trifling shit like that right i just mean about like when y'all are having a normal relationship disagreement um, y'all need to try and see it from each other's perspective. I'm saying y'all. People need to try to see it from <laughs> other people's perspectives rather than seeing it from their point of view only and saying, I'm right, this is my way or the highway. Right. Um, so compromise is definitely needed. Compromise communication. So yeah, uh, situationships can definitely get messy and they definitely will test how secure you are. Um, I personally cannot do situationships. Um, I need you to be secure enough in what we got going on for you to put a title on it, okay? Because yeah. actually not even necessarily. I don't even necessarily need to be in a relationship. We can date, but we gonna need to draw lines because people be in relationships but won't say they in a relationship right that's and that's where that shit gets a bit too messy for me um so yeah i am not a big fan of situationships but power to anyone who um can do it not even <laughs> y'all should stop <laughs> no yeah i mean yeah obviously you've got some issues you, you need to work out because why are you avoiding why is commitment scaring you this bad like just clear things up with the people y'all are dating. Y'all are dating, please. 
Yeah. Just or if you really there. just don't like this person enough to date them, drop Tell it. Them. There is no point in hanging around if you don't want to be there. And there's no point in you keeping them around. with Like, you got them saying with somebody that don't want them. Because you don't want to communicate and be an adult. Right. It's very strange behavior. Let them go be free and find somebody that actually wants them. Boom. All right, lastly, I just want to um, kind of talk about the effects of staying in a toxic relationship for too long because people don't realize how, like, deep that shit goes. Um, Mm -hmm. So staying in a toxic relationship can dead-ass, like, cause depression and anxiety. Um, It can reduce your lifespan because of stress you know stress reduces your lifespan um and it can cause heart problems there was a study done it was called the whitehall 2 study and they followed ten thousand people over 12 years and they found that those who were in negative relationships were at greater risk of developing heart problems Mm. including heart attacks and strokes wow y'all gonna let these niggas kill you (laughs) <laughs> Don't do it. Get out. Save yourselves. <laughs> I gotta put me first. You gotta put gotta you put first. first <laughs> you gotta put you first, okay? These niggas is not worth dying over, and neither are these. Actually, women aren't worth dying over. But uh. <laughs> I'm kidding. Nobody that is bad for you is worth dying over. Nobody's worth dying over, period, if you ask me. But, well, well not including family. But I'm, I guess, well, maybe people is out of their spouse. Anybody that you love deeply. Yeah. You might, you might be willing to die for them. Yeah, that's true. Um, there are not, anyway. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, don't lose your life. Don't lose your life over a toxic relationship. It's not worth it. Don't lose your life over a fuck nigga. Boom. Couldn't have put it better myself. <laughs> um, but another effect of staying in a um, toxic relationship for too long, you kind of start to lose yourself. Like, I know me. I was in a unhealthy uh, situation for quite some time, and... I kind of felt like I didn't know who I was for a long time. Like, I'm still learning who I am again. Mm-hmm. Um, and people don't realize that it can literally, like, uh, toxic relationships can literally cause real trauma. And trauma can, uh, like, change your brain chemistry. So it can really fuck with you. So we need to get out <laughs> and stay out. Yeah. I. Mm. I hope everybody that hasn't seen the light sees the light. Yeah. And for the people that have, y'all find some way to get out of the situations y'all are in. Yeah. Um, it's not easy though, so I understand like that people do end up going back sometimes, but you know, eventually yeah. you will get tired of it. <laughs> that point is gonna come. Um, but yeah, put yourself first. Stop letting people walk all over you. Treat yourself the way that you deserve to be treated. 
And that is all I have to say on the topic of toxic relationships. Anything else you want to say, Jayla? No, that, that handled it. All right. Moving on. Alright you guys, it is time for Jayla's Jeep! <laughs> oh my gosh, you're insane. Y'all, she loves saying oh Jayla's Jams as you can I am tell. proud of that fucking name. Okay, I'm sorry. It's time for Jayla's Jams. Uh, Jayla is going to, you know. Fill us in on the music world or her music world. Yeah, which is a great music world, <laughs> if I say so myself. <laughs> All right, take it away, Miss Jayla. All right, so last week we talked about Raymond Linnae's album Hypnos. I hope you guys listened to it. It's amazing. I love that lady. <laughs> um, so this week we're going to talk about another woman in R&B. Um, depending on how old you are, if you were a teenager in the early 2000s, then you probably know who this is. But we're going to talk about my girl JoJo. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good JoJo song. I like that one. Um, all right. So if you know me in my personal life and you know my music taste, you know I love me some JoJo. Okay, I grew up watching Aquamarine because I had it on DVD. <laughs> I, I still have it. Me too. It, I just watched it again recently. It's still so good. I'm going to have to go back. Anyway. So good. So I've been with my girl JoJo for a minute. And that white girl can sing her ass off. Blowing the house down. Literally. All right, so let's give a little bit of background on JoJo. Um, she's from Massachusetts. I want to say Boston. I'm not exactly sure. But she started making music when she was like 12 or 13. So she's been doing this for a long time. She was signed to Arista Records or Arista Records. Um, Aaliyah was also signed to this record label. It's owned by Aaliyah's uncle. He's doing some shady business. I was going to say dot, dot, dot. <laughs> yeah. Um, JoJo was stuck in her contract for, I, I think, at least a decade and she was unable to release music because her record label was not pushing her music anymore. And because of her contract, she couldn't release music for a profit anywhere else. Wow. So she released some covers throughout the years, like Marvin's Room. She covered Iconic. Drake's song, literally. Um, and then she finally was able to get out of her contract like less than five years ago, I want to say. And she's dropped a couple albums and EPs since then. Um, so yeah, good to know. That's an album. Super good. I loved it. I was waiting for it when it came out. Some of my favorite songs are So Bad, Man, Small Things, and Think About You. And then she also dropped an EP called Trying Not to Think About It. And some of my favorite songs off of that project are Anxiety, Dissolve, B.I.D., Spiral Season, and Worst, I Assume. I really love both of those projects, they're so good. I got a chance to see JoJo perform them live at the um, Fillmore up in Silver Springs. 
She was amazing. Her live vocals are amazing. I saw her, um, I forgot that I saw her um, at the at Fifth Harmony concert. Oh, she did perform at Pride. Yes, at Hampton Roads Pride. Actually, I don't know if I, I was there. there. What year was that? I'm not sure. I feel like I might have seen it. But yeah, I saw her, because I think this was like kind of at the beginning of like one of her rebrands. Um, I feel like that was during like the Mad Love era. Maybe I can can tell you, but it was the seven twenty seven Fifth Harmony tour. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, she definitely is a great performer. Yeah, she knows how to give a show. Love her, and I love how she showcased the other people she was performing with, like her background singer Keisha Renee. She also was on The Voice. I was still mm-hmm. watching those seasons when she was up there, so I was like. I recognize that lady, and then it clicked. I don't remember why, but gave her a moment to sing for like a good 45 seconds, and she just ran down. That's sweet. Oh, my gosh. And then she had invited a local saxophonist. Saxophonist. She want everybody to eat. I love that. Literally, (laughs) and he was amazing. His name is Saxel Rose, S-A-X-L Rose, like on Instagram. And Keisha Renee's Instagram is her name. So, yeah, I love JoJo so much. Um, She was amazing live. Definitely someone I would want to see again. And she, from what I know of her, obviously from her internet persona, because I don't know her personally, she seems like a really nice person. And, yeah, love her. She's actually engaged to um, this actor, Dexter Darden. He was in Joyful Noise. Girl, I don't know how long it's been since I've seen that movie. Oh my gosh, okay, what else has <laughs> You he know been in? I cannot. He's been in other stuff. He was in Minutemen too, that Disney Channel movie. What the? I need to look him up now. The black one. Of course he's black. What's his name? <laughs> <laughs> Not JoJo. Of course he's black. What? Yes. The Maze Runner. He was in the Maze Runner. Wait, 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 wait. He was in wow. Maze Runner. Wow, that's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yep, that's her fiance. He was fry pan. That's so crazy. I forgot about him. Oh, because he died. Yeah, he did die. Yeah. I see, when you said he was a Maze Runner, I started thinking about the other black guy. But he died in the second one. Oh. So he was in the... See, I haven't seen Maze Runner in a minute. I read all the books, um, but the movie... Actually, no. I read the first two books and then saw the first two movies. After the, the second one, I was just like, okay. I think I read the first book, and I've seen all three movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dylan, I'm so sorry. I'm <laughs> it so had potential. Sorry, I feel like the Maze Runner, the first one was really good. It was really good. Um, but it, it kind of, I don't know where it went from there. I just, Dylan is so talented. Dylan O'Brien is really talented. He is. And I you know that's the love of my life. Don't get me started. Right. And I just need him to get a, a good project that's going to showcase that. And the rest exactly. of the project is going to uphold that as well. Exactly. Even though I really like the movie the first time. I feel like that was a really I just good recently, movie. okay, it wasn't that recent, but it was within like the past year or so. Um, I just rewatched it. And it's not a good movie, but I liked it. Bro. It's not a good movie. It's not supposed to be good. I know. I, you, I, I feel like it, it was good for what it's supposed to be. Yeah, there we go. I enjoyed it, so shit. Right. That's all that matters. <laughs> 
In conclusion, I love JoJo. I think her music's really great. I even love her old music, like Leave Get Out, Too Little Too Late, Period. How to Touch a Girl, mm. Autos. Yeah, that's an interesting <laughs> little title. But that's what it's called. <laughs> Them first two JoJo albums, real good. So yeah, thanks for listening to Jayla's Jams, guys. <laughs> um, uh, we have a playlist. Well, Miss Jayla has a playlist. We do have a playlist. All right, guys. So me and Brianna talked about it, and we decided that it would be a good idea to start a playlist with some music from the artists and the albums that I talk about in the show so it's on my spotify i'm gonna link it to the link in our bio on instagram our little link tree that we have set up mm -hmm. so there will be a direct direct link to that spotify playlist and it'll update weekly with the new music that i talk about up here our next segment is strain of the week all righty so we had a good one for you guys i'm gonna turn it over to brianna and she's gonna give you a little info yes um our strain of the week for this week is super lemon haze um according to lee flea it is a sativa dominant hybrid um with a thc percentage of 19 percent um it's mm. a mix of lemon skunk and super silver haze Lemon skunks is crazy. Yeah, yeah. I don't know anything about those two strains, but I'm I'm fucking with the super lemon haze. Yeah. Anyway, um, on Leafly, the reported feelings were energetic, uplifted, creative, and 34% of the users uh, reported that it helped relieve their stress. 28% users... 28% of the users reported that it helped with their depression, and 26% of the users uh, said that it helped with their anxiety. Moving on to our personal review, I um, don't know if I was feeling energetic, um, but I definitely felt, like, good, like... <laughs> I felt okay. I mean, I felt good. I don't think so I felt energetic, but low-key... Indica, sativa, it don't matter. I'm going to take a nap. <laughs> you know, when I get high, I'm going to bed. So, it don't really though. matter. See, it's like... Yeah. I don't even know where I was going with that, but yeah, it's true. I'm going to go to sleep. If, especially if I start laying down somewhere. If I'm at someone else's house, sorry, but I'm going to sleep, and I hope you know that. Yeah, absolutely. I will say, though... Um, I feel like I have tried to start paying more attention to how it makes me feel since we started this podcast because I want to give you guys, you know, descriptive uh, descriptions. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I definitely was chilling. Um, um, yeah, I felt like I didn't get the energetic part of it. I felt like it made me feel really calm. Like, yeah. I really was chilling. We was just talking, smoking, yeah. watching TV, like... I didn't feel amped up or anything. Yeah. I definitely but I did feel good. I didn't mean to cut you off, my bad. Oh, no, that's okay. <laughs> um, I definitely can't understand why people were saying it helps with stress. Because, yeah, like I said, I was showing, I didn't really, I feel like I wasn't really thinking. I already said last episode that we kind of, it's the only, when I'm high, it's kind of the only time I'm not thinking about nothing. 
Yeah, I'm not like running a mile a minute in my head. Um, but yeah, that is going to wrap up our strain of the week. And now it's time for watch of the week. Um, formerly known as TV and movie of the week. <laughs> I figured name. I figured if we were gonna name one segment, we should name the others too. Well, the other. <laughs> but my watch of the week is not a movie this week. It is actually a TV show. Mm. I I really this is not gonna be a good review. I'm just gonna tell you guys this now. <laughs> my watch of the week is first kill. <sighs> you hear, you hear how both of us sigh? Yeah. Not gonna be a good review. Mm-mm. So if you don't know, First Kill is a Netflix show. It just premiered um, Friday, June 10th. I'm going to read you guys a quick synopsis. When it's time for teenage vampire Juliet to make her first kill so she can take her place among a powerful vampire family, she sets her sights on a new girl in town named Calliope. But much to Juliet's surprise, Calliope is a, va a vampire hunter from a family of celebrated slayers. Both find that the other won't be so easy to kill, and unfortunately, way too easy to fall for. Juliet is played by Sarah Catherine Hook. Um, Calliope is played by Imani Lewis. And they do not look like they go together at all. It's actually crazy. <laughs> I'm like, did y'all even... Did y'all put these two in a room together when y'all were doing this casting? There couldn't have been a chemistry read. There couldn't have been. Because the chemistry is non-existent. Yeah. Um, but I digress. Um. And also, okay, we're going to do some interracial relationship. Can we stop seeing black and white? Let's do something else. Yeah. Like, that's played out. We see that all the time. Let's do black and Southeast Asian. Let's Boom. do... Black and literally anything else. I'm sick of this. I'm sick. Oh my gosh, she said no whites. Because it's like they don't. They're not gonna want to cast another black person. Oh yeah. They're gonna make it mixed. Yeah. But like, give us something. Yeah, I agree. Um, I literally wrote down like my thoughts as I was watching the show, just typing down like the stuff I was saying out loud. Mm -hmm. First thing I said was, oh great, another cheesy, awkward white girl. Oh, bro, this shit blew me. Why are you picking up the B like that? You're weird. <laughs> Moving on. I watched like some of the first episode and immediately was like, no. I'm literally only three episodes in and I just can't. It's just so cringy. It's so bad. I'm just so tired of the whole awkward, cringy, I don't fit in trope. Like, yeah. you're a vampire. Vampires are supposed to be fucking cool. Right. Like, why are you boring? <laughs> why are you, like... People are supposed to be fawning uh, over you. You're supposed to be fucking charismatic as hell. Yeah. It's not cute. Like, it's not... It's not cool watching you be a loser. <laughs> wow. It's not cool watching you be a loser. 
I mean, she's that right. sounded so bad, but y'all, this show is just so bad. Like, that's the only reason I'm talking like this. This show is just not good. But it's because now. Oh, I ain't mean. To oh no, you're good. Keep going. Because nowadays, whenever they're making vampire stuff, they always want to make it seem like they're human. No, make them be vampires. We want to they're see vampires. Them do vampire shit. We don't want to see them bl- blend in with humanity and want yeah. to be human. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> yeah. Now that you say it, I never really, I never really thought about it, but that is how we see like vampires depicted a lot now. Like even yeah. when you look back at. TV shows like Vampire Diaries and even mm. Twilight. I love Twilight, but yeah, like that's true. Like vampires are fucking gory. How can we never see that anymore? Literally, like when they first started putting vampires in TV and shows, it's like Dracula, Blade, yeah, like the Underworld uh, series. It's stuff like that. You know why? Yeah, I, I just cracked the code. Sex sells, and they made these. They're trying to make these vampires sexy now and not scary. But the thing is, some of them were sexy and scary. Oh well, then shit. Like, never mind. What's the vampire movie that Brad Pitt in? <laughs> um, was Interview with a Vampire. Was that Johnny Depp? Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Interview with a Vampire. I think that I feel like that's what you're talking about. Yes, like they were still kind of scary. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't seen that, but my mom always talks about that movie. Well, not always, but yeah, she's talked about it. Yeah, like at first they were just scary, and then they tried to do like the sexy thing, but they were still like killing people and like being bad. Mm-hmm. Now they be trying to make them have like moral dilemmas and stuff. Yeah, it's annoying. Be a vampire. You've been alive thousands of years. Cut that shit out. It's time for you to come to terms with what you are and do your thing. Now, I will say True Blood has a good mix of it. They have vampires that are literally just like embracing the fact that they vampires and just doing stuff. And then some of them who are like more in human society. Hmm. Well, that's how it should be. (laughs) I'm screaming. (laughs) Um, But I just want to read you guys some of the thoughts I had while watching this show. Just so you can get a clear understanding of how this made me feel. Oh, great. Another cheesy, awkward girl that doesn't fit in. Dark-skinned black woman love interest. That's nice. Wow, this is kind of corny. What the actual fuck are these graphics? (laughs) Look at all these black folks. I will say that was nice. I will give Netflix props. It's, I feel like you don't really see a bunch of black people in a show. And, like, the fact that that whole family is black, I will say. I'll give them that. Mm. Um, anyway, where the fuck is this going? Netflix raised their prices for shit like this? <laughs> Those were the main thoughts that kind of went through my head as I watched this. Because it's just not good. It's not a good show. Um, the acting is kind of corny. The storyline, I feel like the storyline has potential, but it's just not being executed well. So yeah. it sucks. The graphics are so fucking campy. It's so weird. The monsters. When they showed a monster for the first time, I was like, what the hell is this? Like, <laughs> no, that's horrible. It literally looks like that. Yes, it literally, I thought it was like they put a video game character in the middle of a TV show. It's giving Teen Wolf season, <laughs> season four. <laughs> I dead 
ass. <laughs> the oh beast. my god. What the <laughs> fuck was that? Bro, I swear that's when shit started going downhill. Like, what happened to the werewolf? <laughs> okay, like, y'all were pushing it with the damn cannibal and the banshee. Like, exactly. What is all this other shit? Exactly. Anyways, we don't need to talk about Team Wolf. We'll save that for when it's relevant. <laughs> <laughs> all right, yeah. Um, To wrap it up, I'm going to rate this a 2.5 out of 5. And the only reason it got that extra 0.5 is because it's gay and it has a dark-skinned black woman as one of the main characters. Those are the only redeeming qualities, to be quite fucking honest. Um, I just feel like the gays deserve better. I hate that like one of the few shows that has a queer relationship it sucks. <laughs> Literally. Um, so that sucks, but I did see that it debuted at number seven on Netflix top ten with over thirty million hours viewed, making it one of the biggest debuts for a Netflix show this year. Mm. So yay for the gays. It probably will get a season two. I will not be watching. Me but either. congratulations to the LGBTQ community. <laughs> Um, some people are definitely hate watching it. Yeah, I the best I got for you, I might turn on background noise, but I will never like I just can't find myself being actually interested in it. It's just so bad. Yeah, no. But yeah, that is going to wrap up the watch of the week. All right, y'all. This episode has gotten a little long, so we're just going to answer a question real quick. Yes, um, someone actually asked us for advice, so that was very interesting. I was not expecting that. Let's see. So, uh, someone asked, um, I think he caught feelings, but it's not that deep for me. Should I spare his feelings, or should I pop out with a girlfriend as I am bisexual? Hmm. First of all, I just want to say happy pride to you. Happy We pride. love the gays here. Anyway. Smoochies. <laughs> anyway. Um, oh, I thought you were saying something. Oh, well, you listen. Since it's Pride Month, <laughs> if you want to pop up with a girlfriend and tell him to mind his business, do you. But then on the other side of, like, being a good person. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you know, I feel like people deserve to know when you're no longer interested in them. So, or even in this case, it's not necessarily that. It's just he's caught feelings and you're not really with that. Mm-hmm. I think you just don't be afraid of being honest with him. Even if he reacts badly, people deserve the truth. And it's going to save you a lot of trouble if you just go ahead and restate those boundaries with him. Or maybe you're stating them for the first time, but just let him know that's not what it is for you. And I don't know if you would want to keep messing with him after that. If you want to cut it off after that, that's up to you. But yeah, just be honest with him. Let him know that you're good. You're good off that. Yeah, I think uh, Jayla definitely made a really good point. Um, I (laughs) definitely think uh, popping out with a girlfriend during Pride Month would be... uh, a great iconic. moment, but period. Definitely iconic. Um, but like she said, it's important to treat people kindly. Um, I just feel like it's important to think about it if the roles were reversed. 
Um, just put yourself in other people's shoes and treat people the way that you want to be treated. So yeah, if it were me, I would just tell him that I'm not feeling it like that and then pop out with my girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, me personally, I would not just pop out like that. Yeah. All right. Um, so thank you for that question. Um, if anybody else has advice, oh, how, how, wants to ask us for advice, we are not relationship experts or anything like that. Not at all. <laughs> or life coaches, but... You know, We're just two people who invented some things and <laughs> got some common sense to talk about some stuff. Yeah, so if anybody ever wants to send advice, you can DM us, you can email us at if I'm here, I'm high podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Um, you could wait, check out our Instagram story and see if we post a question box. I'm sure boom. we'll be doing a lot of those. Yeah. But yeah, that is going to wrap up our question of the week. And that is also going to wrap up our show, Jayla. Yeah, so thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of our Super Dope Podcast. If I'm here, I'm high. We hope you enjoyed yourself, and be sure to tune in. We should be back on our normal <laughs> schedule. Yes, that's the goal. Week. That is the goal. Um, yeah, but if not, we'll make sure we update you guys on our Instagram, just yeah. like we did this past week. Yeah, be sure to follow our socials. Our Instagram and Twitter is If I'm Here, I'm High. We also have our link tree in the bio of both of those pages with our personal social medias. Mm -hmm. And um, my Spotify, our Spotify. My music, and our new playlist. Yep. So that is going to wrap it up. Yeah. All right, guys. Bye. Bye.